You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. You're listening to 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera, along with my co-host, Jay Gonzalez. Jay, I think we have a pretty good show today. Yeah, I think we do. It's a, it's it's packed, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this. It's Mother's Day coming up, and we've got three excellent moms slash coaches coming in, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. You want to tell us who's coming in? Well, we've got uh, the Arizona women's golf coach, Laura Ionello. She's got a national championship uh, under her belt as a coach, and she's also got one as a player at the U of A. And then we've got Julie Hairgrove, who formerly known as Julie Brazi when she was in Tucson, uh, uh, playing high school basketball at Catalina Foothills and at the U of A, where she won a, a state championship in high school and is still the state high school uh, girls basketball scoring leader. And she falls off the Lute Olson tree as uh, his granddaughter, so basketball in the blood. And then finally at 645, we're going to have... Uh, uh, head head women's basketball coach Adia Barnes and talk a little about a little bit about her life as a as a coach and a mom to a four year old. Yeah, so heavy hitting lineup. We can see that happening, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we did this show. I did this show last year with some uh, great moms, uh, great moms who were in the sports field. I said, let's do that again, and and you came up with a couple, and I came up with one, and and here we are. I think it's going to be fun. I'm I'm, I'm interested to to just hear you know how these how these great ladies balance being a mom right, and, right. and let me just say right out of the box okay i know we never have this show for dads because <laughs> for some reason dads are coaches and they're just coaches Ma- and and the moms are coaches and we still expect them to be moms, moms, moms full-time right, right, moms as right, well right. so uh, I, i'm just going to throw that disclaimer out there i recognize that but you know i would just love to hear how how these ladies are managed to do what they what they do cuz we're all al bundies uh, we, you know, we're the nincompoops when it comes to being all that and more. We are, but you know what? I got to tell you, I have an appreciation for that. Uh, you know, my, my wife, uh, Gabrielle, who's going to be enjoying another Mother's Day this weekend, you know, she, she's a saint. And as I think about the days that we were running around with our three kids who were all in sports at the same time and what we had to go through. And, you know, to this day, you know, I've got a son who's 26 years old, plays on a recreational softball team at Sports Park, which is a good 40 minutes from our house, and she still wants to go to his game. So, you know, (laughs) it's just... A mom's love. Yeah, we got to, you know, we got to love the moms and we got to give them their due, and that's what we're trying to do today. Yeah, no, I know with with fantastic moms who win a lot, which is great. Uh, Let's kind of get into sports real quick before we get into the uh, into the topics of being a great mom and, and all that uh, stuff going on. You talked about the Oregon State. That's a funny story. Well, it was funny because yesterday we reported and we saw a report that the governor of Oregon had said they're not going to be playing sports in any stadiums through September. And then today the Oregon State athletic director said, we'll see. He said, we're not canceling any games. So, And they've got three home games in September. So uh, the Oregon State AD is planning to play those games, and I don't know if that means they're just not going to have any fans or what's going to happen there, but for pretty much across the board, the colleges are in a different position than the NFL, and they they really can't afford to not have fans at their games. So that's going to be interesting to see how that rolls out in Oregon. I, I'm 
going to try to make light of this, but does Oregon State have the same problem that Arizona Arizona has? Fans be be damned because well, <laughs> they, they may be able to spread their fans out a little easier than say the University of Oregon. So, so that that's that's an interesting thing. And then something that just came out a few minutes ago, uh, Adam Silver, the uh, right. uh, the commissioner of the NBA, said that they're planning contingencies for not having fans in NBA arenas through next season. So through next, through next season. season. So they're talking about they might play whatever they have left of this season without fans and they're talking about trying to do that in two places to finish out the season and the playoffs and then not have fans all of next year. That's, I was surprised to hear that. That's unbelievable. Where are they going to get their money to pay? Well, TV, of course, but that's a lot of money. Well, one of the things he said is that in the the, the collective bargaining of this, everybody's going to have to understand that they're going to have to make sacrifices. So <laughs> we'll see how many sacrifices the players want to make and, and the teams and, and so on. But uh, again, this is this is a thing that's changing really every day, and every day we hear something right, new. Right, right, no, no question, because everyone has plans. September, October, November, trying to figure it out now. There's just no way. There isn't any way. There's no. It affects weddings. It affects a lot of things down the road because it could. Today's news means nothing tomorrow. Exactly, and it's funny. The uh, Ohio State uh, athletic director. Or maybe it was the athletic director or the president of the university a couple of days ago said, anybody who tells you this is what's going to happen right, right. down the road, they're lying to you because right. they don't know. Nobody right. knows what it's going to be like. And again, as we said just right now, this is changing day to day, sure. sometimes by the hour. Sure. Still. I don't like talking politics on this show, so I won't. But. 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 T- today or in the weekend, which is great for a lot of people who feel they need to get out and, and do stuff because things are too gradually too gradual open. Now what? Now what? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. And it's it, there's a lot of things being said out there about what happens if we get if we get out there Again, too early. Yeah, right. You know, because we've made a lot of gains with what we've done to shelter in place and all those things. But you know, are, are we going to give it back when we open it up? If we, right. I, 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 again, we're we're a sports show, and we hate having to go into this, but it's the reality of what we're doing, and it's right. it's a part of what we're what we're doing in sports. So it's going to be interesting to see how this how this develops. But just you know, everybody, you know, kind of you know, figure out what's best for yourself and and do what you think is best is the best thing that I think we can say. Yeah, and it's, I think no answer is incorrect. It's just how it affects you. Right, right. You know, and everybody's got a different situation. You know, you may be extremely healthy and everybody in your house may be extremely healthy. I've got an 80-year-old mother-in-law in my house, uh, you know, and then we're trying to keep a close eye right, on and right, make right. sure that she's not put in any kind of peril. So our house might be different from the, even the next-door neighbor's house. So it's just, again, everybody's just got to do what they think is right for themselves. Right, right. And there's no wrong or right. It's just how you live just, your life. Right. Right. Hey, let's, um, let's kind of take a break here because... Right at six fifteen, I want to uh, want to get into our great show today. What do you think, Laura and Element? I want to hear what uh, you know what's what's coming up with them, and uh, you know I think that that uh, they've got a great program going over there. She's been around it for a long time, and I don't know, maybe she'll give me a golf tip or two. Okay, let's take a quick break here on ten thirty Voice and come back with Coach Iano. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera along with my co-host Jay Gonzalez. And now on the phone we have Coach Laura Ionello of the women's golf team. Laura, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Steve. Great, great. Always good to have you on the show. You actually laugh at my jokes. I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. 
<laughs> so, hey, Jay and I are excited to have you. I think one of the big jobs that you have is not coaching your women's team, but being a mom. How How is that in balancing life? Uh, it's... It's just like every mom deals with, you know, we were the ones that they want us. They want, we give the baths, we have to cook the meals, we have to wipe their butt, you know, (laughs) you win, you win. (laughs) Yeah. It's a tough job, but it's, um, it's the most satisfying job. It's so much like coaching and helping to influence these young people. It's, uh, it's, it's the best. Lord, this is Jay Gonzalez. You have two girls. Uh, how old are they now? Uh, Natalie just turned six, and my youngest, Jojo, is going to be five uh, next month. Wow! So that's a, that's an interesting time. I know that uh, you know when you've got the when you got that age. There's a lot of things that they've got in place, and not the least of which is school. So how are you able to manage the whole deal when you know you're on the road or it's that that type of thing? They're in school. I mean, how does all that work? I'm I'm interested to know how how you're able to do all that. Well, I will tell you exactly how it works. I have an amazing husband <laughs> okay. who, who really um, fits, you know, fits into my shoes when I'm gone, doing the homework, taking them to dance classes. Uh, we also, we do have a, a part-time nanny who kind of helps us with drop-off and pick-up because not many people know this, but my husband travels more than I do during the year. But we, we, we do it. You know, you just, you just do it. Parents just seem to get it done, you know. And as long as our, our kids and my team is feeling love, both of them equally, it's, it, I'm succeeding. Both of you guys have daughters. Jay has a couple, two or three. I have two daughters. Two daughters. I have no daughters, and you have two. You guys are going to heaven no matter what happens. <laughs> in, in my mind, in my mind, they're more difficult than boys. Would you? I don't know. You don't have boys, but would you kind of agree? Uh, my my ladies on the team, they really are not that difficult because I think that's one of the the things that I do very well is I. I tell them my expectations are for them to be polite and kind, and that is kind of my motto. If you cannot be a polite person, if you can't be a kind person, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want you to be on my team. I don't want you to be around me. And I kind of have the same motto with my children. Just be polite and kind. How hard is it? You know, it's it's really not that hard if you really think about it. Did, did your girls ever travel with you when they were even younger? Maybe they weren't in school and those types of things. I mean, did, what were you able to do with them and, you know, to maybe extend some of the time you could have with them? No, I never traveled with my kids, um, with the team, because being a mom, when your kids are around, the mom role comes first, even around my team. And I knew that I would neglect my team if they were on the road with me. So I did not have my team travel. I did not have my te- my girls travel with me and the team. And I just make sure that when I am home, I'm present, um, helping them and being there because I am gone so much. But that I, I could never find that balance of having kids and- on the road with me. I never really seem to do that well. I kind of want to go back to the polite and kind thing just real quick because I think teams, successful teams, have have players like that to get along with each other. The chemistry is fantastic. I'm sure you've recruited out there where you say, hmm, because this woman does not abide by my polite and kind, I better not recruit her. Well, it's, it's very simple. I think, um, to be honest with you, I think you have to 
realize that 18 to 22 year old women are going to have some drama if it's about boys and school and all the stuff that comes up in college. And, and also these are high elite athletes competing for a spot on the traveling team. So you add those things, you're going to have drama with 18 to 22 year olds. But I think that's where the success of a team, I think some really comes down to the leadership of the, the coach and maybe a team captain and putting people in their, their place and, and saying, hey, bad behavior will not be tolerated. That's, you know, I think there's so many people in this world that let bad behavior happen. And I think when you put your foot down and just have people expectations to do the right thing, it makes it really simple. I, 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 I was, tell you, you tell her what I, you're doing. I was nodding my head really hard when you were talking about drama <laughs> on on a women's. I was a I was a, a high school softball coach. I coached um, my daughter's team for. I was an assistant coach for my daughter's team for three years, and so, and I also coached varsity baseball at the same school with my son. And drama with a capital D, you know. I and I, I don't mean to belittle anybody, but there is a lot of drama, and the, and I just I could relate to everything you were saying about that. But you know, again, I, I, but I also agree with you that if you have good leadership on the team, you, you know, you can keep all that uh, in in line so that you can do well. And we had it. We had a, a really good team one of those years because we were able to eliminate a lot of that trauma. So I I, I can relate to exactly what you were saying. So I mean. Ask you a little bit about your your daughters. Are either one of them starting to swing the golf club at all? Are they interested in sports? Are they, are they to that point yet? Or you know, where are they as far as that goes? Well, they um, that is one of the biggest silver linings I think of COVID and this pandemic and having our season canceled the way that it was so abruptly is that I am getting to spend a lot more quality time with my two kids, and so. I have been able to take them out to the golf course and just hit balls on the range with them, you know, three, four days a week where I never in the middle of season, never would have had that time with them to actually help them with their fundamentals. So that's one of the things that's been kind of nice about this pandemic is I'm actually getting that quality time, but they're total girls. They do dance once a week. They do swim lessons. They do soccer. They kind of do everything. And, they're five, you know, they're, well, they're four and six right now. And so I don't want them to start specializing in anything. I want them to be a kid and have fun. And, and I want them to make contact with the golf ball, but no expectations of, you know, shooting, you know, five over or something. Hey, it's interesting that you say that you, you don't want them to start specializing in anything. Somebody who I think, you know, really well, Rick LaRose, um, gave me a piece of advice because I asked him one time because I, I, I had seen a parent doing this where my at a, at a pretty young age when I, my son was probably about 12 years old or something like that and there was a parent who didn't want his kid to play baseball because he wanted him to you know focus on golf and asked Rick I said okay Rick what's the old myth you know do you not want your kid playing baseball if he's if he's golfing? And Rick said, any parent that tells me he won't let his kid play baseball because he wants him to be better at golf, I want to punch him in the face. So it's mm-hmm. you know so but it, it, you know it's it's nice to try and have an opportunity to get your kids to be very well rounded. I, I tried that really hard with my kids as well. Well, I think if you push a kid to do something that they dislike, it's going to make them dislike it more. So if they have a little bit of interest in multiple things, I think all we can do is love our kids and 
and let them figure it out for themselves. I, I agree with that. Yeah, no 100%. question. 100%. Uh, let me ask you about the team. We had Jay Johnson, John Johnson uh, earlier this week and talked about how he told the team about what was going on and you know their emotions. How did you uh, sit with your, with your team, let them on the news, and what's going to happen next year? You know, it was um, an abrupt end. We actually had just won our home tournament here in Tucson, and I, I'm i one of these coaches that actually believes that time off is healthy and good. So I had just told all the ladies after we just won the home tournament to go enjoy five days of their spring break to relax, recover, get re-energized for the next tournament. And so none of my players were here when we found out because uh-huh. they were all on spring break. And so we um, we kind of I just called everybody individually. But to be honest with you, when I first found out that the NCAA championship was canceled, I didn't believe it. I was I was a little bit in denial. I was like, no, 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 they're going to come back in another week and say that they're back on. I really was in denial. I did not think this COVID pandemic was going to be as severe as it was. And, um, you know, now going to all online classes, all we can do is just keep in communication with these young women and make sure they're doing okay because everything's been stripped away from them. Their golf and academics and school and social life is their everything. So you really worry about some of these young women spiraling downward because everything that's truly important to them has been taken away. And for the fall moving forward, I think everything is going to come down to the decisions made by our leadership at the university, President Robbins, getting students back on campus. If classes are going to be back in session, if we can have people move back into the dorms, I think if we can have people sit and watch football games, I think that we're going to be back to normal very soon. I think those are the big questions that are unanswered right now is, Will we have students back on campus? Will we have a football season? That's my biggest question. Do you already know what your roster will be like? Did you have seniors that are going to come back? I, I did not have a senior. So I I really, but to be honest with you, I have um, 10 young women on the team and seven of them are international. I have three from Taiwan, one from the UK, wow. one from Lithuania, one from Switzerland, uh, you know, I've got one here from Tucson, Maya Benita, incoming freshman stud, super excited about Maya, local Tucson girl. And then I've got two from California. And so I guess actually I have six international. And then um, and then Emily Kahn's a walk-on from Phoenix. So to be honest with you, what I'm really worried about is if my international students, if their families feel that it's safe for their children mm-hmm. to come back to mm-hmm. the United States. You have, a different, here. you have a different dynamic. There's no question. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's understandable what you know what a parent might want to take into into account to you know to have their kids so far away at a time like this. So yeah, it's a boy so much up in the air for you. It is, and I think we're just trying to take it day by day. And we're we're very fortunate. We're a two season sport. We have fall, which is considered a mm-hmm. preseason, and really our season doesn't kind of kick off and running till February. So. You know, worst case scenario, if this thing doesn't calm down in the fall, we'll still be up and running, I'm saying, by by January, February. And that's when our main season starts. So I think as long as we can get a vaccine and, and our, our kids can get back and start those in-person classes, we'll, we'll be fine. Laura, well, thanks for joining us. Happy Mother's Day on Sunday. A very happy Mother's Day to you, Laura.
Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate the time. Well, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Yes, yes. And I'm taking your advice. Be kind and be polite. Be polite and kind. Uh, Yes, I'm going to remember. I'm writing that down right now. That's going to be really hard for Steve. (laughs) It is. Very much so. Laura, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It was fun. Good to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that was great to have Laura Ionella on here on 1030 The Voice. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here. Talk to Julie Hargrave. Airgrove. I want to say, I want to call her Julie Julie Brazzi. Julie Brazzi. That's what I want to call her. But, you know, everything that I see about her, she's she's going by Airgrove. I know the Brazzi name is what we know here. Okay. Let's take a quick break here. Come back on the other side here. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera along with Jay Gonzalez, co-host here. And now on the phone we have Julie Hairgrove. Welcome, Julie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Great to have you. We're doing good. Thank you for being here, Julie. It's, uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here, and happy Mother's Day coming up. Thank you. So let's you know let's kind of get to what what we really want to talk about and that's uh and again we, you know we we've said a couple of times it's sort of a you know we never have this show for the dads because the dads are the coaches and they go do their coaching thing but when the mom's the coach we all also expect her to be the you know full-time mom as well but you know how how do you balance that as a as a professional coach and you've got three girls um how old are they now yep. uh 14 12 and 10 whoa <laughs> yeah they're they're getting big quick i tell you i blink and you know they just keep getting bigger and bigger how, how does that how does that work in your household to to do what you do you you know your husband you know does what he does how, how does it work for you guys well you know it def- definitely takes a village uh to to raise the kids so i mean it's definitely um you know they're with me up in phoenix when i'm home uh playing games in uh phoenix um, and when I do go on the road trips, they come back down to Tucson and uh, my husband does a great job uh, with the kids. And then um, I have all my family down in Tucson. So grandmas, grandpas, aunts, you know, the whole I have the whole list of relatives that are always helping me out. So it makes uh, my life a lot easier and I'm able to do uh, a great job coaching up in Phoenix. So, you know, we're, we're in Teenageville with your daughter. So any extra challenges there? Um, you know, just the rolling of the eyes starts to talk back. <laughs> I'm probably not as cool anymore than when she was little, but um, she was a great kid, and uh, she's involved in sports too. So you know, and she has a good friend group. So she is she is a good kid. I'm partly joking with some of those uh, rolling of the eyes. <laughs> I've always wondered when that starts because it starts yeah. and it doesn't stop at any age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> So are are your girls uh are they are they interested in basketball are they are they playing basketball what are, are they doing other sports what are they doing Um you know they they are mostly doing other sports uh my oldest uh played school basketball uh she's an 8th grader and she actually did very well you know we have a hoop in the backyard they shoot when we're at practice so they know what basketball is they've watched it obviously since they were born and growing up but uh, that's not really their main sports, but um, I will say Madison did a, a great job playing eighth grade basketball. I was very impressed with how little she's really done in basketball. So not their main um, sport. Holy, no, you know, I know. You, it, it, it's there's basketball blood going throughout everybody's in in this family. I know. I you know it's it's very disappointing and very hard on me, but I <laughs> you know I'm trying to let them do what they want to do. So. 
my oldest is playing uh, club softball here in Tucson, and then my other two are playing club soccer um, and softball as well. So very busy in our household, but when school basketball comes around, they definitely all try it and, and play. So that makes me happy. You know, Julie, I've got three kids, and uh, my oldest is a, is a boy, Adam, and then I had two, had two daughters, and we had uh-huh. them in sports, all three of them playing sports at the same time. I wasn't a pro, I wasn't a pro coach. And I don't know how they, how my wife and I did that, going from place to place. How, how are you managing that if they're all, if they're all three of them are in sports? You know, I'm very lucky with um, when we play our season up in Phoenix. So I kind of go, I usually go up there right around like middle to end of April. So that's kind of when a lot of their seasons are ending with soccer, and we're on summer break. So. Um, that part's kind of easy, but when I'm here, I am running around from field to field. I mean, we they get off the bus, come home, we're eating dinner at like 4.15, which is crazy, but we eat dinner at 4.15 and then it's off to the different parts and we don't get home till like 9 o'clock at night because the older they get, the later sometimes the practices are. So it's like 9 o'clock at night and they need a snack. We're trying to, you know, shower, bed. You know, they're in bed by like 10 o'clock, so... Um, it, it is definitely crazy, and my husband and I joke around about it all the time. It's like, oh my gosh, it would have been so much easier just to have two and have that man-to-man coverage. You know, <laughs> take that one, you take that one, and now we're definitely in a zone. Right, and you definitely. Like, okay, who has this child here at this time? So it's it's a lot of logistics, but. Um, you know, we have a lot of good friends and uh, parents on the team, so, you know, they definitely are always willing to help out, which makes a huge uh, a huge difference. Well, I'll tell you what works really well and what worked for us was a color-coded Excel spreadsheet, which, <laughs> <laughs> which we had for our kids. And, you know, each kid had a certain color, but they had multiple sports. So, you know, my son yeah. was blue, and it was light blue for this and dark blue for that. And so that, that helped a lot for us. Well, I, I think we probably need to go to that spreadsheet because we're, we're, we're kind of all over the place right now. That's. Uh, I'm glad I don't have that issue. I'm very glad I don't have the issue. How's life for you now? The season could be starting any moment, or maybe it already started in the real world. Uh, but it's all like everybody else, sit and wait. Yeah, you know, it was it was kind of crazy. Kind of when we went to this quarantine period, and we, I had just found out the kids. Uh, this was like in March the kids you know the, the schools were closing so we're going to start the online school so i was like okay how am i i need to start being a teacher for my three kids you know making sure they get their assignments and then i will say like three days later i found out the draft was still going to happen um so that was you know they're going to hold a virtual draft for the the WNBA. so i was watching like 60 70 players and trying to teach the kids you know because we wanted to like break everything down so i had to rewatch and rewatch on synergy so it was very busy those first two weeks when the kids were home um but yeah we did the draft i thought it was a great success uh, on espn and uh, very happy with our picks and right now it's a waiting game like we've been uh doing zoom meetings with our our players you know to kind of introduce uh the coaches and then we had another zoom meeting introducing management so just getting to know all of our new players because we only have five returning um from last season so just getting to know everybody um and then as a coaching staff we are already preparing 
each week, sometimes twice a week, getting the playbook together, you know, defensive stuff, what we want to put in. So we're kind of putting everything together right now. So it's, it is busy because, like you said, it, our season could start at any time, you know, once, you know, all these lists come off and people can start, you know, going out more and, and, and it's not as strict. But I, I think, I mean, they are very vague of what's going to happen. They have, like, you know, a couple different scenarios that could happen in the WNBA. But, um, you know, I, I don't anticipate anything happening until sometime in June. But then again, I'm guessing because no one knows when we'll be back. Well, and that's that's the that's the uncertainty that everybody has right now. We were talking about that earlier. Nobody knows, and anybody who says they know, they don't know either. So, yeah. so are you, are you, is it kind of, uh, is this something being directed are we paying attention to what the NBA is doing as to what will happen with the WNBA? How's that, uh, how's that working in terms of what the scenarios are? Yeah, I think, the, I think the WNBA is working very closely with the NBA. Like, when is the right time to go back? You know, and there's always talks, are we going to play where there's fans? Um, you know, are we going to go to remote sites? What are we going to do? Like, they have a couple scenarios. Um, and, you know, the NBA, they want to – you know, finish and have a champion um, and then maybe start a season later and stuff. So there's a lot of talk, but I know we are working with the NBA and trying to find the right time. But I, I honestly think if, I think we'll play this summer at some point, will it be June, July, August? I don't know, but I think we will play games this summer, but I, I don't anticipate having fans in the arena. Let me ask you, just to take you back, uh, you've been out of high school for a few years now. Are you surprised that your scoring record has held and it'll probably be <laughs> a long time before somebody breaks it? Yeah, you know, I I always think, I never thought I'd have a record uh, that long, that's for sure, because, you know, you you records are, I guess, are always meant to be broken. So you would think someone would come around and I, I think uh, one uh, one girl's close. I think to beating my record, uh, maybe her this next season if they play. But um, yeah, you know, I, I'm rooting for people to try and break the record because uh, you know, like I said, records are meant to be broken. But I never thought that it would last this long. Well, you know, it's it's been a it's been a an interesting ride for you. I mean, you've been it's been basketball all your life. I mean, did you know that yep. as you were going through high school, maybe into college, that this was going to be your life, you know, forever and ever? Or when when did that kick in? Um, I would say probably in you know I would say probably in college it kicked in. I had a red shirt one year. Um, I had to have surgery on my wrist, and I was out for the season and had a red shirt. Um, and then I started helping the coaching staff and watching video and kind of learning the coaching side of it a little bit more. And obviously I had that prior with my grandfather coaching and always asking him questions. Um, but, you know, just to kind of see it firsthand and, and be at the university and, and helping with scouting reports and doing it, it was just something that I was like, okay, if I can't play when I'm, when I'm done in college, I definitely want to stay in sports. So um, I just, it was a great experience. My first coaching experience, right when I graduated, I went over to Loyola Marymount University and, um, you know, was uh, our head coach was Julie Wilhoyt and just had a great experience with that coaching staff and the players. And, and that first season we won the WCC championship. So I was like, this is easy. Of course I want to coach. So um, it, it just kind of, it was something I just fell in love with and, um 
you know, I enjoyed every day uh, going into the office and coaching players, teaching them. So, um, you know, I'll do it as long as I keep enjoying it. Well, Julie, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Happy Mother's Day on Sunday. Happy Mother's to your mom, who I think is fantastic. Um, And, uh, you know, that family is just a great family. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here, Julie. Happy Mother's Day. All right, Great. thanks, you guys. That was Julia Hargrove Her- Her- uh, here on 1030 The Voice. Let's take a quick break here, come back on the other side with Adia Barnes. A little birdie told me that there was a May baby in the house, a May birthday baby in the house. Uh, well, uh, are we on live? <laughs> Yes, we are. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, this is Steve Rivera here on Eye of the Ball with Jay Gonzalez. <laughs> can I us. can I wish you happy birthday, Steve? Oh, are you talking about me? Isn't oh, your is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow tomorrow your yeah. birthday? Oh. I don't know who I don't know who would have, I'm gonna kill that person. <laughs> You, the you, question is, how old oh, are you? Oh, yeah, you'll never get that. Well, uh, Coach, we know that he's had so many that we shouldn't even be talking about this right now. Too old, idea. Wait, my, my beard, my white beard will tell you I'm way too old for this. Great to have you, and Coach. You still, you still have hair. Yeah, that's true. So and, this, and this COVID thing is like too much hair now. Uh, I'm okay with it, though. Yeah, Coach, Coach, for me right now, I think he's got too much hair, okay? He needs to shave really bad. I do, I do. Hey, Coach, you know, the last time I had you on, though, maybe two, three weeks ago, I think the biggest request I got from the listeners were, can you do some more cooking shows? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That'd be scary. And Zoom, because you were <laughs> right doing now, that. Right now, it's trial and error. <laughs> oh, I think you could sell you could sell anything and people would buy it. That's how hot you are right now. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Well, welcome, Coach. We're glad we're glad you're here. We want to first of all wish you a happy Mother's Day, and uh, and uh, you know hope that everything's going well in your household. How are things right now with uh, all that's going on? And you guys are kind of stuck in the house. Well, you know things aren't bad. Honestly, this is funny because I've never had so much downtime. Like we're working a lot, but like I've never had so much time with my family. So. My son now knows how to swim, ride a bike. So it's kind of the, t- the time I'm cherishing, knowing I'll never get this back again and we'll never have a COVID situation again. So I'm cherishing the moment. That's that's great. So so Mateo is four? Yeah, he's almost five in June. So we're going to have the birthday is going to kind of be, you know, not so great. But um, June 9th, he turns five. And how is he loving having mom at home? I mean, he does not want me to go back to work. <laughs> he doesn't want to go back. He doesn't want to go to school ever, and he does not want to go. Uh, want me to go back to work? Well, One tell him he's I got about. Somebody said it, I'm ready. Tell him he's got about fourteen thousand. What is it? Fourteen thousand five six six who are so, rooting for you to come back. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm optimistic, though. I, you know, honestly, we have a tentative date of the middle of July. I really think it's going to be, like, just look different. I'm very, very confident we're going to play basketball. Like, I, I really am. And everybody, like, in my industry and who we've talked to, like, I don't I don't think there's a doubt we're going to play. Well, we're all pulling for it because we're sitting here talking about sports, but, you know, kind of hemming and hawing. That's why we're glad to have you talk about being a mom. I'm sure it's one of the best things you've ever done. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. So, like, and I just released it a couple of weeks ago, but I'm also going to, uh, we're going to have another baby in a couple months. Oh, so, I honestly, hadn't heard honestly, that. The, other, the other positive thing about COVID was I've been able to hide for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Is this so breaking news? Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Thank you. I, I thought yeah, I had some so inside I, sources here. What the heck? 
I know. Your sources aren't too good right now. You know? <laughs> we're we're, we're going to have an issue about this tonight, I'm so, sure. Oh, is this breaking news? Well, it's not breaking. I haven't, like, released it publicly on social media or anything, but I told my team, like, a week ago. Okay, well, it's news to us. Well, so we're going to release it on social media for you. How's that? Yeah, you just did it. <laughs> great, you just did it great. for us. Well, congratulations. And so Thanks. so I want to ask you, so you've got a, an, an extraordinary situation because not only are you a coach, but your husband's a coach with you. So how the, how does that work, during say, during the season? Well, I mean, it's just busy, and we have some great help around us. Um, but it's just busier, but we can kind of alternate. So some mornings he'll drop them off at school. Other mornings I'll do the pickup or um, we'll have someone else pick him up. So it just kind of, we just kind of juggle our schedule, you know? How fantastic. It's not bad. I'm, I'm, we've talked about this a number of times, but how fantastic is it for you, a former All-American player here who has had such a great career 20 years ago and now coming back to kind of reinvigorate this program and, and has brought it to heights unknown? It must be unbelievably pinch-yourself type of stuff. Well, it is. I think, um, I th- you know, I think the sad part about it was we – did all those things. We finally got right, there. Right. We get to the point where, I mean, I really thought we'd be a team possibly that would be sitting there like seeing where we're seated. But we worked so well early to be in a situation where we pretty much were going to be a three-seeding host. Um, you know, that was hard to not finalize and finish how what we started. You know, and I think that it affects us this year because we would have had that experience. But I think um, the thing I'm really proud of is that we weren't even a program that people considered. We were like 300 in the RPI when I got here. And so to see all those things evolve, and it's exciting, and it makes me feel, you know, it makes me feel good because we have the right people, the right time, and the right place. Okay, I don't want to talk about basketball. I want to talk about a baby. Okay, so <laughs> what, what 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 are we hoping for? Other than obviously healthy, all the fingers, all the toes, all that kind of stuff. You know, or do, you, do you you know? Does it just whatever happens happens? Would you love to have a little girl? I mean, where are you on that? Well, I'm, I am having a girl. I already knew oh, that. Oh, you know like, that already? Like, yeah, because of my age. I'm, like, very high risk because <laughs> I'm too old to have a baby. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. If I rewind a little bit, we honestly, um, because, I, you know, I'm getting older. I'm 43. So we honestly were like, oh, okay, well, there was only, like, a 5% chance at this point in my age and just life cycle to get pregnant. So it's funny. I, I was busting my butt, got back in shape. I was, like, losing weight. I had lost, like, 25 pounds. So finally got rid of all my fat girl clothes and then like I get pregnant and I didn't, I didn't know I was pregnant. I was cause it was such a low percentage. And then I tested, I was like, I'm pregnant. So I found out actually the day of the UCLA game. Do you guys remember we played UCLA at home and killed them? Oh yeah. 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 That's the day I found out I was pregnant. So I was just, that's why you saw me sitting more towards the end of the season because you know, at that point there's only like a seven, there's a 30% chance it'll actually work you know, just because of my age and stuff. So I had to, like, take it easy and not stress, which is impossible with basketball. And then now, like, I'm kind of out of the woodwork. Hopefully. Okay, so when's the due so, date? And it's the end of September. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's, wow. that's, so that's coming timing. right up. Yeah, you did time that really well. You know, I know so many I people know. who don't, you know. I mean, you know, <laughs> having babies during football season <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. I you know, know, we have some rules in our house. No baby. You can't have a baby. You can't get married and you can't die during football season. <laughs> I like that. I know. <laughs> well, for me, it would have been impossible, too, if it was later. Because, you know, at least I'm doing it before we start playing and stuff. I mean, it would have been hard. I wouldn't have wanted to miss games. I would have delivered on my Friday, and I would have coached on Saturday. Well, that now, would have been kind of hard. Now you'll have two, and your dynamic will change. 
Yeah, well, so now we're one on one against the kids, right? Does Mateo have any idea what's what's about yeah, to happen to him? Well, it was funny because initially I, I, he was supposed to keep a secret, and then he'd like tell the neighbors, and I would deny <laughs> it because it was so early. I was like, no, he's he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then like he told his class, and I was like, I just kind of hid from the class. And then um, so now he like understands. So he rubs my belly. Now my belly's pretty big. And then now he understands he's going to be a big brother, so we're, like, getting him books and preparing him. Well, at least you know he didn't leak it to the media, right? Because we're all, yeah, we're all exactly. surprised by this. Exactly. And I was lying. A couple of the girls kind of knew. And I was like, no, not at all. I just gained my weight back. And then they would, you know, people, like, it's funny because when people ask you and you say no, women get mortified. They, like, want to cry. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I just got chubby again. But I was totally lying. <laughs> very funny. You very know? funny. Yes, yes. Well, and then endure the summer in Tucson. That's not going to be easy. Uh, I know. I know. Well, actually, I'm happy I'm not having the baby now because if I had the baby now, I'd be in the hospital by myself. And that's brutal. That's true. That's true. That's true. So you're you know? doing okay. What do you just, we got about yeah. uh, 30 seconds left. What do you miss the most under these conditions? I miss, like, working out with the players. I miss just the camaraderie in the office and just being with the players. And, you know, right now we, we're missing, like, two months of getting better. Right, right. So now I have to kind of modify things, have a better plan, because we're going to, I mean, potentially the players can be home four months not doing anything. Right. Well, you have a pretty good uh, group there, so you know they're going to be working their butt off to get back to, to where they were or where they left off. Yeah, we could still add one more possibly, so we don't know yet, but it's a possibility. Well, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. Thanks, Coach, for joining us. Thanks so much, Coach. Sure, my pleasure. Happy my Mother's pleasure. Day. Happy birthday. And Make sure Salvo you. takes care of you on over the weekend. It's, it's, I know. Especially, especially because... Yes, yes, yes. Coach, thanks a bunch. Take care. Be safe. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks, that was bye. Coach Adia Barnes here on 1030 Voice. Hey, great show today, Jay. Breaking news on Eye on the Ball. Yes, Do- doesn't yes. get any better than that. Just doesn't make uh, a paper or two, hey? Yeah. Hey. All right. Way great, to go. Great week for you. Had a great had a great week. Had a blast. We're ready to go for Monday. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks, Tom, for being here. Let's take a break here this weekend and talk to everybody, talk to everybody on Monday. We're out.